Welcome to a Lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. My guest today is a lover of puns and smashing together polar opposite interests into minimalistic designs, creating a laid back beach vibe, little party hard rock and roll lifestyle with a dash of 80s and 90s pop culture all thrown in at the same time. Please welcome the creator and designer behind Dead Disco, Katie Fox. What's going on, Katie? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, doing well. So first question I always ask, what's your go to lunch sandwich? Oh. I'm a big food lover in general, so okay. that's a hard one, but I would say grilled cheese. All Melted right. cheese is everything to me. So <laughs> Melted cheese is everything to me. I like that. Yes. Okay. And if it's not a grilled cheese, what else? Like if you don't get a sandwich, what, what, what's your other, do you ever go, what's your other go-to usually? Um, I don't know if Naughty Barley has it anymore. But they used to have a French dip with mac and cheese in it. Yes. Yes. And the Johnny Mac. The is what it was Mac, called. Yeah. yeah, it's coming back. It, that that sandwich is actually coming back. They, that's something that uh, I've talked to the owners uh, quite a bit about asking them when that's coming back. I was like, I like my sandwich there, but when's the Johnny Mac coming back? So, yeah, it's yeah. coming back. Yeah, it's definitely coming back. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about um, Dead Disco. Tell people a little bit about how how you came up with the idea in, like, you know, in 2018 and how how it kind of started and then. Um, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, so that disco kind of organically formed itself. Um, it just started out of pure boredom Okay. Um, of making illustrations. And I kept thinking, I thought it was really funny to make puns with the disco thing, like uh, get down and can you dig it? And I paralleled really well with like uh you know, a graveyard and tombstones yeah. and like things like that. Like I thought it was funny yeah. and I just kept making them. And then, um, it kind of just evolved. I had so many, I was like, I feel like I should do something with these. <laughs> um, so I actually opened up a society six store first, mm -hmm. um, cause I didn't have like a lot of space for any type of overhead or anything like that. And I had that for a while. And then I just, I love making tangible goods and things that I, that I can actually hold. So I kind of just evolved to that and started making pins because I was already into like collecting them. So yeah. I kind of just meshed my hobby and my other interests and hobbies and it formed from there. <laughs> Got it. So for how long before from doing from 2018 doing like Society6, which for those who don't know what that is, it's like it's kind of like a printful. It's kind of like one of those things where you get to kind of have your des design, be able to sell your design. Um, they'll put it on other products, but, uh, but at the same time, but it's like technically you, if you wanted one, you would have to buy one yourself. Correct. Like if correct. you wanted to do it, but you're, but it's a way for you to make a little money off of it. Um, and it's a great way to start to kind of even see if there's traction to see if it, if it, if it works and if people like it, and then that way, at least it's a nice way of doing it. I know, uh, I know a few people that have started that way and, been doing it for a little while. So how long did you mm -hmm. do that for before you actually said, you know what, I'm going to start making my own stickers and my own stuff uh, and selling it on my own, the tangible side of it? Um, I would say probably a year. Like okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm the tortoise, not the hare when it comes to doing things. So, okay. 
And that's not and that's not a bad thing being the tortoise. I, I'll, I'll tell you that now. Tell me a little bit about dead the name dead disco. I know you get this a lot and, and we'll and I kind of want to talk about some of these things because what and like and I just like I said in the intro, like you definitely have a lot of polar opposites, a lot of different things being smashed together, um, but I, and which I love. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure you get questioned, asked a lot of questions like, why is it called dead disco? So give me give me a little bit of a rundown on how you came across or came up with the idea of doing dead disco or the yeah. name dead disco yeah um it's i so online handle my name handle online's always been dead like disco i've always been infatuated with a uh, disco okay like and studio 54 and stuff like that yeah and then i started making those puns with the discos thing and i was just like let me just like take out the like and like smash it down to make yeah. it more clean. okay yeah so, so you actually and, and I, I love that i love the fact that you kind of didn't overthink it because i i will tell you like i overthought my brand name and my brand name is like super simple it's like deli mm-hmm. fresh threads mm-hmm. and i for a long time i had like it took me six months to come up with the name even though at the end it's like, wow, that's like, how obvious is that? But it was because I got, I overthought it sometimes. Sometimes what happens is you get, you get in, stuck inside your head uh, oh, and, yeah. and you can't, you know, you just keep spinning. So, um, so I definitely, uh, I definitely get that. Um, so that's awesome. Okay. I, I've always was kind of curious about that um, with that aspect of it where, so a lot of it, like, how does, how do you go about with like your, um, for like your designs, tell people a little bit about like how you go through your process. Like, how do you, do you, um, I guess, how do you, what's your creative process or inspiration when you're kind of coming up with these? Cause obviously you and I like puns. So like, do you write them down? What do you like? You, you kind of go backwards, forwards, like how, like you think of a pun and then kind of go forwards or like, or how do you, uh, how do you go through the process? Um, I would say it kind of varies a little bit. Um, sometimes there's like some sort of like wording I know I want to use, but I don't know what it's going to look like yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then sometimes I just have a visual of something or like a sketch I already did. And I'm like, Oh, you know, what would work with this. <laughs> it's like doing this, like doing this wording for it. Oh, that totally works together. Um, I'm kind of heavily influenced by a lot of different things. Um, I've done music related pins and designs. Um, I've done like movie and particularly like nineties movies and part like pop culture type stuff yep. um, there, um, which obviously I'm heavily influenced by that yeah. <laughs> stuff. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I just, I'm all over the place. I'm really scattered. So that's that- kind of how my designs come all over the place and are polar opposite because I'm like, I'm just all over the board already. Yeah. So <laughs> what, uh, and so now how do you, and I always like to ask this when it comes to the creative folks, like, how do you keep it all? Like, do you have like a, like a notebook, a journal on your phone? Um, like when you're doodling or, or doing designs and stuff like that, like, how do you, uh, how do where do you kind of keep it all? Um, cause obviously if you're scattered and you're all over the place, there's gotta be a place where you're kind of like funneling it somehow or squishing it all into, mm-hmm. uh, to kind of keep all in place. Um, I'm big on like pen and paper yeah. sort of thing. So, um, I, I try to use journals, but I find them confining for some reason. So okay. I tend to use recycled paper yeah, <laughs> and just fold it in half. And I just keep stacks of paper on my desk in my office and stuff. It's like, 
I have lots of just random sketches and like notes and stuff like that. It's, it's still within the chaotic world. I function in. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Hey, I, <laughs> I like it. I totally, uh, I totally get it. Can you, uh, can you tell folks a little bit? Um, I know you, and I know you're, you've been really good at one of the things that I've noticed on social is that you've been really good at trying to just ask, trying to get information from, you know, from, your community from like everything from like, Hey, what do you like? Would you like, you know, like I've seen like everything from which ghosts do you like? And you had like a, you had like a post where you had a bunch of your uh, different ghosts and different sh shapes and sizes. And you were like, which one do you like better? And then, then you'll also go back and you'll ask the same thing. Like, Hey, you know, like where, what other markets do you want to see me at? Um, you know, how important is that for you to, uh, for you to get that feedback and, you know, for, I guess, yeah, let's start with that. Like how important is it for you to get that feedback? Um, when you, when you're, when they actually do reply back, cause sometimes that's the other part. We don't, we don't hear them back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely put some <laughs> things out there and it's like, Crickets. hello, hello, hello. <laughs> like it's anyone there. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I totally get that. I totally get that. But when you do get it, what do you how, like, how does that, you know, obviously it makes you feel good, but like, what do you, you know, tell me a little bit about, about that process, like about trying to get them involved, get your, your customers or your community involved. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's how I want, like why I'm even here, you know, because there's a customer base, they like my stuff. I'm like, I, I want to know, what do you guys want? Like yeah. I uh, utilize that a lot. Cause I always am, um I'm always questioning things and I'm like I so like or I have too many ideas and I'm like I need to like narrow this down like so it's I it's just like a good bouncing board so instead of having like like I'll you know I'll ask my friends and family and stuff but I'm like I why not go right to the source what do you guys want <laughs> yeah no I get it what um is your family pretty good I mean obviously I know um I know your boyfriend's very your boyfriend, right? Your boyfriend or husband? I always husband. Like, okay, yeah, I wasn't he, sure. So yeah. I know your husband, he's very artistic and creative mm -hmm. as well. So I know that that's always a positive to have um, that as a sounding board. Um, do you feel sometimes that you have like, because I'll be honest, like I have folks in, in my circle where my family, like my family, you know, my wife, my wife and kid don't wear my clothes. Like they don't wear any of my stuff. Like they don't really like, so they're like, oh, that's cute. Or yeah. So like, I don't really have anyone. So I totally understand that aspect of when you're trying to create something, especially when it's like in many ways, like dead disco is like, it's like your world. It's in your brain. It's like your little universe that you've created. Um, and I feel like sometimes when you're like, when you're niche or when you're like that, it becomes difficult sometimes to have that sounding board of like, you know, what is it that you want or like, um, you know, do you feel that way? I mean, or does it, you know, or do you feel like you have a pretty decent um, inner circle where they can kind of basically give you that insight aside from the customers, you know, obviously giving you feedback? Um. I prefer the customer feedback if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. Uh, my husband definitely is a good, like I always show him everything and be like, do you like that? And sometimes he's like, no, I'm like, well, I'm going to do it anyways sort of thing. Um, Cause we are similar in a lot of ways, but we are also very different. So sometimes, uh, you know, we have definitely different opinions on things sometimes. Yeah, no, I totally so, get that. Yeah totally get that what's a what would you say is your favorite part about having your brand oh 
That's a good question. Um, I don't know if there's so many parts. Um, I just love the community aspect part of it, like meeting you, becoming friends with you and other makers, and then like the customers and becoming friends with them. It's 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 like I wasn't expecting that when I started this, and that's I think my favorite part is like I just found this community of people that are like you know like-minded or doing similar things or doing totally different sort of things but like we like still have like this commonality sort of yeah. thing happening yeah yeah no I totally agree with that I, and I and I totally uh I that's one of my favorite parts and that's one of the actually actually one of the reasons why I even doing I like doing my podcast is because I want to be able to like highlight those people because I just think that I, you meet so many amazing small brands and businesses doing different things. And we're all, even though we're all, and we're all like at a market together and we all have different perspectives or different ideas and products, but you know, it's still, everyone's got an amazing story. So I, uh, mm -hmm. I, I totally, uh, I totally agree with that. What would you say has been the hardest part for you? Oh, the business side of things. <laughs> Like I'm like a creative type of person. So like the like taxes and like figuring out the business plans and like trying to like have like people have like business strategies and like social media and like are all very strategic. I'm definitely not like I'm working on it. I'm trying, but it's definitely not the part that I'm in for doing. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I get it. And and I think the hardest part sometimes when you're the creative is the, how do you blend it or find the time to do all the things? Um, yeah. And I think that's always a difficult part because obviously it's, it's easier as you get bigger because in that sense, because then you can have other people delegate it to other people to be like, oh, well, I have an accountant and I have this um, yeah. to do those things. But when you're, when it's just you and you're just trying to build something, it's, it's definitely makes it a lot harder to kind of go that route. So I definitely, uh, I feel, I feel, I feel you. I definitely <laughs> yeah. feel you. That's uh, to me, I think definitely is my, uh, the hardest part of it is that whole balance of how do I balance everything? Um, yeah. you know, is definitely the hard part. What do you, uh, since you are super creative and you're always coming up with ideas and I know that mm -hmm. even though you may have them written down, sometimes, sometimes I feel like I have ideas and I write them down and I have them in journals and I, and I have them on all different places. Um, I also feel sometimes that I hit like a creative rut where I kind of almost like a, not a right, I guess a creative block where I don't have like, um, I don't know. I'm like, I kind of feel like I, I need like an extra oomph or an extra, like, Oh yeah. Like I'm really excited about making, getting, making this, get spending money to get this made type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, how, so can we talk about that? Like how, how do you do, like, how do you go across? Like, how do you deal with that? Um, when, when, when you have that situation, cause like, like I have, I, I have a whole stack of stuff that I could like literally take to a printer, but I ha I've like literally have been like on a pause of just like, mm, maybe I'll wait a little bit longer. And like, I, and I don't know why, but it's just like, I'm just waiting. And so like, and, and it's like, and then some other times I don't may not have any ideas and I'm just like, well, what the hell do I make? Like, what's my next thing to make? Um, even though I have like a book of ideas, but none of them actually, you know, like stand out. Like, how do you go yeah. through that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been dealing with that recently. So yeah, I'm writing, okay. like trying to get out of it yeah. <laughs> a little bit right now. Um, so I don't know if I'm like an expert by any means on that, but I, I don't um, need, I, I just want, I'm just kind of curious. I mean, I just feel like 
I feel like this is something that a lot of people don't talk about. And so like, it's one of mm-hmm. those where I, I think like you, I think I really appreciate your honesty. Cause like I'll, I'll like you and I will message each other mm-hmm. and like, and that's one thing that I appreciate is because we both, like I, I have no facade whatsoever of like, like, Hey guys, I'm booming. Like I, I have no problem being like realistic and going, I, like, I don't know. I'm like, I have no idea. What do you want? Like, what is it that you want? And then, yeah. you know, so that's why I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like on someone else kind of in the growing aspect of it, like, how do you deal with it? Or how do you go through it of trying to figure out like, okay, this is what I want to do. Or, Hey, I'm kind of in a creative rut. How do I shake myself out of it and get back into doing like, you know, coming up with more new ideas or more ideas? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so definitely, I think part of why I do so many polls is like, when I feel like I'm stuck, I'm like, well, what do you, what does the community want? What do you guys want? Like, yeah. give me somewhere to start at yeah. <laughs> sort of thing. Um, but also like, sometimes I think it's okay. It's part of like the creative process. You're going to get art blocks and maybe that, that's your way of like your body or your brain telling you like, Hey, maybe it's time to take a break for a minute. Like, so I'm sometimes I'll just be like, okay, I got to ride this wave of like, I don't know what I want to do sort of thing. And just like, uh, maybe work on some little things, go back to like old ideas that, you know, are half done and stuff like that. And just kind of like, sometimes you got to do like the fake it till you make it sort of like, but like just creative block me doing it. Like, just be like, I'm just going to keep doing some motions of like, I'm going to work on this illustration. I haven't touched in six months and see if maybe that inspires me or, um, one of my favorite things tricks to do is take a shower, take a long, hot shower. (laughs) That's what I always tell people when they're like, well, how do you come on? Like for some reason, some of my best ideas have come when I was in the shower, wasn't thinking about it. And it just pops in your head and you're like, that's it. That's what I want to do. So I had a curiosity when you do that, because I, um, that happens to me quite often. Um, Mm -hmm. and then also late at night. And when, um, when it happens, is it usually, I'm just kind of curious, does it happen? Like when you do, um, I'm just kind of curious timing of day. Are you, like, is it, does it happen when you take a, like in the shower in the morning or is it usually a shower in the evening or it just doesn't matter. It's usually just take a shower because <laughs> it happens to me when it's like five o'clock in the morning and I'm taking a shower to get ready to go to work. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden this idea pops in my head and I'm like, what I'm like, Oh, uh, I actually was on a podcast with a guy and I totally forgot his name, but it was, it was, he actually bought waterproof paper and he actually has paper in the shower. So when he has ideas, he can write it. And I was, I was, I didn't even know it existed, but it's like paper. Oh. He like literally writes it um, so that he doesn't lose it um, when it comes, when it, when it enters his mind in the shower, because he does, that was the same thing. He would take a shower and, and he, and that's when the ideas would come in his head, um, yeah. you know? And I, and I think maybe it's sometimes maybe it's, maybe it's the fact of like the idea that you're not listening, you're not listening to anything. It's just like the, 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 the kind of like that calming sound of the water and you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of just like in your own little Zen little, like, you know, hole or Zen, um, which, you know, that, that's a great, that's a great recommendation. I, I've never even thought of that as being, cause you're right. That's usually kind of when I do get my, uh, I do get some wacky ideas. Um, usually when that's, when I'm in the shower, uh, yeah. which, you know, is odd, but at least it's good to know that I'm not the only one that, uh, that has it as well, uh, which is great. Um, 
what what advice i guess what advice would you um would you give to someone who's like starting out who's like wanting to to basically start out something and and is not not sure what to do or maybe just kind of like is on the fence um because their ideas may be a little different or just in general they're just like not sure what the what the best step would be what would uh, what advice would you give them uh, based on what you've experienced in the last few years in business um just like people are always saying like dive in and stuff but like just take a baby step like just do a little thing see how that goes like you know Maybe just like if you want to make a pin, like just make the one and see how that goes and see if you enjoy the process of making the pin and designing it and working with your manufacturer and like, like, do you want to do that again? <laughs> like, or, yeah. um, or like, you know, or even just do like a sticker design or a couple sticker designs. Like I started out with like a couple stickers and a couple pins and like my little booth, like I started doing things and I was like, I got nothing. <laughs> like you go over to my table and it's like, there's not much there, but like I did it. I started it. I, I didn't have a lot going, but yeah. like it was, it was a starting point and I was like, I kind of enjoy this. So maybe I'll do some more of it. Like. <laughs> Exactly. I actually was going to ask you, like, do you sometimes start off some ideas start off as like a sticker just because of like the price point being the cheap, easier route to go? Um, and then from there, if it does really well, you're like, oh, maybe I'll make this into a, an enamel pin or do some things automatically. You're like, no, this has to be an enamel pin. Uh, I, I And because you're right, they're like those are like low cost um, spots that kind of do give you. Um, you know, it's kind of gives you gratification, but it also tests out a concept because a mm -hmm. lot of people want to support you. And then that's a great way of like, oh, I'll buy a sticker. Um, but they also love it because they love the design. So they were kind of mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, which is, which is always a great one. Yeah. I, yeah, I've done a lot of things that way. Uh, I definitely always recommend like stickers. Stickers are a low cost, easy way to like gauge interest on things. Like I have stickers that I haven't sold one of. I thought it was a great idea. I thought it was brilliant, but like no one else did, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't invest too much into it. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, sometimes I do go straight to a pin, but if I like really just like into the design and I'm like, oh, I know this is going to be good. Like this will work like sort of thing, but it's definitely, um, but I think that comes from like experience of like doing it for a couple of years and stuff um like that it's very much i think i personally run my business like it's an experiment <laughs> okay so this is a good way to put it like i'm just trying different things i'll try different products like you know but like i stick to low quantities just to kind of test the waters and see what works what doesn't work what people are into i've taken things that were patches and made them into stickers because someone made a comment I've done uh, vice versa with that. Like it's, it's very much, I feed off of what people tell me. So yeah, yeah. no, I get that. And I think that's great. I, I like the idea of calling it that like an experiment of trying to just figure out, okay, maybe I'll try this next, this time or do that. Um, one thing that I think is awesome is that you, um, that you, you guys, you actually, you guys actually print your own shirts, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, as one of the big things, which obviously helps because if, 
you know, like in my world, when I get a shirt printed, I like, I literally go to my printer, they print it. I buy a bunch of shirts and I do everything. And then sometimes I'm kind of like, you know, if, if it's a dud, I'm, I'm done. Um, in your particular case, the, the beauty of you being able to screen print your own is that you can do a small supply, a small, a small run of it, see mm-hmm. how it goes. And then obviously test, like, like you said, experiment, uh, you know, and trust your market. And then from there being able to go. And then if that goes well, then you obviously can make more or then do other ideas with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's definitely why we uh, tend to, why we screen print in-house because then that gives us a chance to like see what's working, what's not working. And um, it's a small little setup. So (laughs) it works for us. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that's great. I think that's something that um, I think is very awesome that you guys went that route. And I, and I think I, I always appreciate seeing when brands do that, just because of the fact that obviously it, it is hard because it's a lot of hard work. I mean, you're putting in extra, extra time to get those things done. Uh, but at the same time, it does provide you a little bit more wiggle room and more cost. You know, it's more cost effective um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, especially if it's something that you enjoy doing. I don't enjoy doing screen printing. I don't think I would. Um, therefore, I know that I'm never going to. Um, and I'd rather, you know, figure out a cheaper or figure out other ways of doing it. So I definitely understand, um, you know, but that's why I appreciate when I see people like you, just okay, Matt, like he does that, mm-hmm. he screen prints his own stuff. Um, and it's always impressive to see, you know, people that do that, especially when you do a good job. Like I'm, I'm actually wearing one of your shirts right now. Yeah. So, uh, and, and it's, and it's great. What, um, what, what are three tips that you think you would give yourself if you were starting back again? Like, let's say you're talking to Katie, uh, you know, Katie now is talking to Katie of the future and you're like, Hey, and, and she comes up to you and goes, Hey, I want to start my own thing. What are three things that you would tell her like that they must um, they they're like, you know, kind of like, Hey, I need to tell you these three things in order to help you, uh, for the future. Um, do not be scared. Okay. <laughs> I was very scared to start it. Like I, I got my pins and stuff in and I sat on them for three months before I like officially even made like a Instagram post saying like, I'll have these soon. Um, I was very nervous about a lot of like doing the first like market I did and everything like that. Like, like you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's not scary. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, uh, the second thing would be, um, that, uh, you'll learn with time, like, like that things will come, like it, you'll get bigger, like you'll have more product. Like, it's just a slow moving thing. Cause I kept comparing myself, like that'd be my third one to like, don't compare your journey to someone else's cause yeah. it's not going to be the same. And yeah. I got trapped in that for a little bit and was like, Oh my God, like that person has so much more followers. They're selling more than me. Like, ah, ah. And, but like, yep. now I'm just like, I don't care what they're doing. Like, that's awesome. They're yeah. doing well. Like, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I don't but that's their thing path. That's not mine. <laughs> no, I get it. I totally get it. And I, and I totally agree with all those. I think, um, I think we get, we get stuck in our heads for like that right opportunities that we get, um, you know, and then we, we always want to go bigger and it's okay to start small and build mm-hmm. from there. And then, yeah, totally the, the spot of like the Instagram, I, I can, I call it like the, like, it's like that whole thing. Like when you're looking at someone else's Instagram and it's like the Instagram versus reality, um, mm-hmm. like we have no idea 
like their their reality you don't know the other person's reality um and yeah sometimes obviously you can use that as an inspiration in the sense of like well i'm like hey they're doing great i want to i i want to do great too um but at the same time it uh it it can get to you as well if you uh you know and i think i sometimes tell myself or at least from what i've been researching now is if i'm if i spend if i'm at that point where it's starting to bother me or affect me and sometimes it does i do mm -hmm. look at other brands and even though i'm happy for them i'm like man i'm like what the hell what am i doing wrong what the hell's happening um i i then at that point i've now i'm starting to try to come up with the idea that you know what you're spending way too much time on to social on scrolling and looking for you to be able to like like put your head down and just go like get work, mm -hmm. get working. Cause obviously you're spending too much time, not in the sense of like it not being able to admire. I think you should admire other brands that are doing great things and, 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 you know, give them props and love and little hearts and comments. But I think sometimes when we spend so much time, then you almost go down a rabbit hole of looking and just, and then it kind of takes a toll on you. Um, and so to me, I think that's something that I, I totally agree on. It's like, you know, just get working. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it took me a little bit to learn the difference between like appreciating other brands and where they're at and like happy for them. And then just going down like a black hole <laughs> of like, oh my God, I'm never going to get there or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, it's a good, it's, yeah, it takes a while. <laughs> it, it does. It does. And and I mean, and you've been doing this for a while now. So like, it's definitely one of those. And, and I love how you started off in the beginning, like you're kind of saying like you're a tortoise, like the tortoise does, the tortoise does win at the end of, mm -hmm. of this whole thing. And, and I think the hardest part for us sometimes is we tend to forget or not think about the whole, um, we kind of look at it in like short term, we want like that short term instant gratification. And sometimes uh, we forget the long journey that maybe it takes to get there and how you know, and I, and I specifically say that to myself when it comes to the internet and like how no one, I'm like, you know, I'm like, just because I think the these people are seeing my stuff, there's like millions of other people that have no idea of who I am uh, and I'm new to them. And so sometimes it's okay to re uh, reiterate or reach post certain things that you've already posted, you mm -hmm. know, maybe like two, three months ago, it's okay to post them again. Cause they maybe never saw it um, because of an algorithm or who, or whatever. So um, yeah, I think that's definitely a, a tough one, right? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What, uh, what, uh, how can people give me a, tell people how they can follow you and how they could support you. Uh, and then I'm going to have a, ask a quick question about, um, about like kind of like events and, and things like that, but how can mm -hmm. people follow you and support you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's a uh, dead disco dot co. Um, and it's, I, I believe it's the same on uh, my Facebook. I don't post a lot on there, though. Um, yep. And then my website, dead-disco.com yep. is my storefront. Yeah. Yep. Isn't there, and isn't there like a song? Is there a band? Is it a band or a song that's called Dead Disco? Um, there, it's both. Okay. <laughs> There's a band that's like a small indie band um that was called dead disco and then uh dead disco is the name of a metric song so okay yeah gotcha. so that, yeah i was i was always kind of curious about that what um i know we're in that season now where it's like um like how do you go about looking for events and figuring out events i know you do a really good job at once again asking community about it but is there anything that you um that you look into or look for or where do you search 
um, to kind of see like, Hey, maybe I can put my product here or, Hey, this would be a good event for me. Um, where are you kind of looking or, or researching on, you know, besides obviously Google, like, are you, is there anything that you're doing special or search searches that you're doing that might help someone else be able to find, uh, you know, maybe a possible event that they can do or create or sell at? Uh, yeah, I've been trying to focus in onto my niche areas. So like punk rock flea markets, um, and then like spooky events, like mm -hmm. around like fall and stuff. That's like, I get really into that season of trying yeah. to find different markets. Cause that's my big season for me. Um, also, yeah. Or like a spooky empire. I'm looking into doing that in the fall and stuff like that, but it's a lot of just figuring out the keywords you're looking for of what your niche is in because yeah. some like sometimes it might not be exactly the exact same words you would use but it, like uh yeah like i refer to myself as like beachy rock and roll vibes but like punk rock please are definitely uh, aligned with that kind of a uh, niche if you will yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, i like that and it's true i mean i know you said you did really well you've done really well at some of those Mm -hmm. Um, and I could see like a lot of the spooky and like all that stuff, like, especially since you have some really fun, uh, fun graphics and images and everything that I, I think that kind of work, work really well during that time, especially in the fall and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, it, make, it makes total sense. Yeah. I'm always kind of always looking, I'm always trying to figure out the right, uh, the right where, where to go and try new places. Um, I'm actually going to be trying a new event, uh, a new venue coming up. Um, just because I wanted to do like an indoor one and I just kind of mm -hmm. wanted to see what I can do. Um, so we'll talk as I see, depending on how it goes. Um, but it's something I just kind of wanted to hit new areas or new places, um, that I've never been to before. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do right now. So we'll see. You shall see Katie. Yeah. Thank you so much, um, for being on. I really appreciate it. Um, I got a little bit left for my lunch break. So I just want to tell everyone and kind of close up the show. Um, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for Katie Fox of Dead Disco for being on and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check out her stuff. If you're in Orlando, Central Florida, definitely go and look. Um, you'll probably see her at a market. Heck, we both may be at the same market, but if not, definitely go check her out. Um, you could definitely check out her, her, her inventory and all her great stuff at dead-disco.com. If you want to support you know definitely make sure to subscribe to my show if you're if you liked it tell your friends um if you want to come and support me check out my brand deli fresh threads um and do some shopping and obviously spread the word um thank you until next time keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion thanks guys mm -hmm.